Hi. How are you? Hello. I'm doing something new today. I'm very serious. You're very serious? <laughs> Hello. Hello. No highs today. Yeah, okay. Um, we, it's been a bit of a week. If you agree. Mm. I mean, ups yes. and downs. Yeah. Just when you like thought. Spider-Man news. I was going to say, just when you thought <laughs> that The Matrix 4 was the biggest news of the week, the whole Spider-Man thing came about. The most important thing is still, I think, the Marriage Story trailer. We are starting oh. so hot this episode. Oh, my God. The Marriage Story trailer is... It ruins me. That movie is going to destroy me. I already, like... I already have such a complicated relationship with Adam Driver because I, like, I love him. But I don't mm, think yes. that his performances... Like, the characters he plays are not characters I should be falling in love with. Yet, here right. I am. A masochist. <laughs> yes. Explain that to me. I mean, like, no, I get it. I like he he always plays like such like nuanced and deeply flawed people, and then I'm just mm. like, but he's so lovely, and I love him. Um, but but I love him. So the marriage Father. story trailers out. Um, I think we're both really excited about that. I just like yes. I feel like it's gonna wreck me. Like in there's mm-hmm. two trailers, one from each perspective, and in the Scarlett Johansson um, voiced one about Adam Driver's character, she says he's a good he's a good father so much so that it's annoying sometimes or something along those lines. And then she like makes a comment about how he cries in movies, and I'm like, oh good, look, the love of my life. Just when I thought <laughs> I didn't need to be falling yeah. in love with Adam Driver again. Here I am. That one's, that's a really complicated trailer. Yeah. This <laughs> is really, really good. Yeah, but then we also have, um, yeah, like Matrix 4 was announced, and they're bringing back the cast for that. And then they're bringing on, uh, what was the man's name who's writing it, co-writing it? Um, I can't, oh, shit. I just read this. So it's Lana Wachowski mm-hmm. and... Oh, oh, David Mitchell. Okay, Jesus, that's what I, I was going to say, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> David Mitchell. Yeah. Um, and then do you want to do a brief overview of what's going on with Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Yes. Yeah, so lots of news. Mm-hmm. We've seen, like, a lot of different headlines. It's, a, it's an evolving story. It's like when we thought Harry Styles was going to be Prince Eric oh, for a half second. That was such a immediately, fake out. <laughs> it was like... It was like 30 minutes, It too. was like, like it was so and quick. AMC were like, confirmed Harry Styles to be the next <laughs> Prince Eric. And then the next thing I saw, it was like, Harry Styles' rep says that he will not be Prince Eric. So that makes <laughs> me it seem like they were so confident they were going to get him. And then Harry Styles was like, nah, I'm good. Like, I'm Yeah, awkward. Fine. Well, that was like when Nolan. the Robert Pattinson Batman stuff first started coming out. It was like not confirmed. Yeah. And I'm like, this is just, I mean, obviously I'm on board. This is all very disrespectful to Nicholas Holt. <laughs> yeah. Who's like also like in the news, in the running. Right, right, yeah. But says so Spider-Man. Jake Gyllenhaal Spider-Man. will not be in the MCU. <laughs> yeah, I guess he won't be. I didn't think about the Jake Gyllenhaal. I mean, the Jake Gyllenhaal of it all, you know, he did. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert. Well, you don't know. That's actually probably, <laughs> that only just came out recently. I probably shouldn't just drop that within the first five minutes, but it is. It came it out Sorry, in July. Guys. It came out July um, 4th weekend. Okay. It's, we're almost done with August. Oh my gosh. Sorry. Like, sorry, not sorry. ages ago. That was, yeah. That was five Spider-Man news stories ago. Well, but also <laughs> so, it's like, I feel like, and I'm sorry to cut you off, but I was listening to Blank Check and they were talking about how like 
no matter what, people see Marvel movies in theaters. Like a lot of people, those are the only movies they see in theaters. And it's not necessarily because they're like big Marvel fans. It's because like that's like what's going on. Like that's the like what everyone's doing. It's like I feel like every friend group has someone who's like trying to put together a group to go see the movie. It's just like the the social Mm -hmm. thing to do. So yeah. chances yeah. are, if you really care, you would have already seen it. And if we spoiled it for you, sorry. You could send hate mail to Megan's spell <laughs> at two. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but anywho. Okay. So it, it started off by saying Kevin Feige will not be producing, like, Spider-Man movies. And that was kind of like everyone was like, oh, and it was like, uh, Marvel and Sony can't come to an agreement, but it was still kind of up in the air, and it seemed like Kevin Feige was kind of making a power move. Mm-hmm. I don't know the details, but the contract's up for renegotiation, and Marvel made a big play, I think, for like 50%. Yeah. And Sony kind of was like, no. Um, and I mean, the what they're getting now is like I think 5%, maybe? I don't know the entire details, but it's a lot less than 50. Whoa, okay. So it's more just, I mean, you know, Marvel, they're not taking a loss on that, but it's more the ability to have Spider-Man in their other movies, you know? I mean, and it does get complicated, the licensing, because we've talked about this before, but uh, Marvel doesn't own the license to Hulk. So Hulk can be in Marvel movies because they have like the distribution, but not the production rights. Mm. So, but there can't be a Hulk singular movie produced by Marvel. Okay. Um, So there's a lot of weird nuance to it, but the upshoot of this is I think Disney kind of Disney slash Marvel put this story out there to be like, all the fans are going to riot because they want Tom Holland in all the next, you know, round of Marvel movies. So the public discourse will be on our side. And I think it probably was. I think everyone online was like, oh, you know, we want this to work out. So Spider-Man can keep being in these movies. Including Jeremy and Renner. He he, he oh, posted. I, I don't want to talk about. <laughs> I think he posted it either on Instagram <laughs> or on um, Twitter. But it was a picture, a really bad, like, grainy picture of him as Hawkeye. And one of his hat, it was like, I'm with Marvel. And then one of the hashtags was Spider-Man rules or something like that. <laughs> this is so cruel of you. You know, I've been watching Hulu nonstop for, like, the past 24 hours. For you to bring up Jeremy Renner <laughs> at a time like this is his Jeep in, commercial. so insensitive. <laughs> I see so much Jeremy Renner in my day to free me from this prison. <laughs> for real, though. um so and i think they were kind of right and i think but i think sony recently has been feeling a lot more um you know they're they got a little cojones because venom went well which is i think is kind of an isolated incident and i don't think it's going to be indicative of a long term no (laughs) venom venom probably did well because it was bonkers but like are you i mean you are gonna go see all of the follow-up venom movies That doesn't matter, though, because I'm trash. Like, yeah. I'm not well, the barometer for how normal people should live it. their lives. I saw Venom on a <laughs> My table is covered in dim, dim sum takeout containers <laughs> and wine. Like, people shouldn't aspire to be me. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> I went to see – or I, I saw Venom recently on the plane coming back from Cannes. I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. It's on here, and this is the only shot I have to see this movie. So. The one thing I will say, though, Amy Pascal did say after Venom that the thing that works in Venom and the scene that they're like, 
moving forward off is when he gets in the lobster That's tank. your favorite scene, I feel. And so I was scene, like, I feel. you know what? Maybe you have learned the right lesson. <laughs> like, that is what I want. I want it all to be lobster tank. Anyway, so... Um, I mean, I, Sony, it sounds like just kind of called their bluff and said, you know, we have Spider-Verse going on. We have yeah. Venom. We're not going to give you 50%. Are there plans like, to make uh, more Into the Spider-Verses? Do you know? Is I don't that, know. I didn't think that had been announced. No, I don't think so. But they did. There was the, like, there is an after credit scene. Yeah. And they got Oscar Isaac for it. Mm. I mean, to me, that means that it's on their mind. I really um, liked Into I, the Spider-Verse. I don't want to be pitting these two Spider-Man projects no. against each other. Um, I love Tom Holland as Spider-Man. I liked the tweet saying that if he's no longer Spider-Man, could he just like dance to Rihanna? <laughs> and I yeah. think that's fair. Um, but... Yeah, I like him as Spider-Man. I mean, we discussed that on the Spider-Man episode. So I'm not, I'm really not too worried about Tom Holland. I think he'll be fine, but. He'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be fine. I think it is probably just like a lot of publicity. It's a lot of, or even just like, I saw someone posting, they're like, well, why doesn't Disney just like buy Sony? And it's like, I mean, that would be huge that's not that is not a solution i really don't want no that but also like if that's the narrative that they're framing it i mean it doesn't it doesn't necessarily the optics aren't that great but also no i always wonder like i you know as much as we are you know i mean by strict i guess definitions business people like <laughs> i'm always wondering because we <laughs> like when do monopoly America. wall like, yeah. yeah when do monopoly laws come into place like um, I worked for a company or, you know, through my current job that was undergoing a big acquisition that got kind of blocked a few times based on that. And I don't know. I just I I feel like Sony would be a big player, especially at the point where everyone else is kind of like really not doing great. Yeah. Uh, where'd you go? Perna debt. Yeah. I, what's going on with Annapurna? Like, do we- so, I mean, I haven't been like totally up to date, but that is my favorite joke I I've thought ever that- seen in my entire life. Honestly, I saw that on my feed <laughs> and then my feet, I like went, I like went to the restroom. So like I walked away from my computer, I came back <laughs> and then I like my, my Twitter was still open and I saw it for a brief second and then my feed reala- realized I was back. And so it refreshed. And then I was like, yeah. wait, no, I need to know the context of that. That was so <laughs> funny. That was so great. And so I literally searched for that. Yeah, it's, I mean, I laughed, I laughed for a really long time about, so I don't, I didn't read, I didn't even read the article. I know Annapurna's not uh, doing, didn't do well. as well as they were hoping they'd do this year. And, um, it looks well, like they were getting like, maybe that also ties back to, cause I mean, like people had been saying when Booksmart was released, cause that was Annapurna and they yeah. were like, Booksmart yeah. is like critically acclaimed and like beyond the critics too yet like not a lot of people actually saw it like it did fine but everyone was like Annapurna just fucks up the marketing every single goddamn time I mean I will say Booksmart is still in theaters it seemed like it was very well marketed for us yeah (laughs) but then again I don't know if we're the barometer like I don't watch TV TV I watch Hulu yeah, that's true. or like I'll see like Bravo. But also so like that's the thing. On like there. I don't, you don't see a lot of young people don't watch TV though. Yeah. Like so if you're if you're marketing it towards 
Gen Z, like, or young millennials, like, that would, I would think Instagram and, you know, whatever, anywhere else it was would make sense. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't Anyway. So the article was about, you know, like, Annapurna was working to relieve some of their financial struggles. I can't remember exactly what it was, but um, someone <laughs> tweeted, I should really look it up. I should really know because it caused me so much joy and I should be able I to give them credit. because I, I, like, searched for it and then responded to it. Um, yeah. Well, because Where'd You Go Bernadette just came out last week and right. that was an Annapurna release. Um, yes. How did that... Do, do you remember? Do you know from the box office? I know that Good Boys was number one. That's I only remember the Good Boys thing. So all the articles were like Good Boys had you know a surprisingly big. Opening. It was something like Good Boys was okay. The, it was Justin Chang yeah. tweeted, "Where'd you go, Pernadette?" <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still laughing. <laughs> like looking at it, it's all in caps. Yeah. I mean, sorry, but, but what sorry. was, yeah, oh. So the article was uh, Oracle co-founder Larry Ellison has submitted a last and final offer to pay Annapurna's key lenders. So, I mean, it's like business stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the most important thing about that is the pun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was a good one. Yeah, but uh, Good Boys did well this weekend, but also, I mean, I don't know. It, I think it actually said it was like the first r-rated comedy to be number one opening weekend in like three years or something like that there could have been Jesus. one other qualifier in there maybe like for first uh um august or i don't know but yeah there yeah, yeah. there's a lot of qualifiers in there but like we both saw good boys at south by and we thought it was cute and like i went to go yeah. see it just because i have this like it's funny yeah it's funny like I like can't stress enough that it's not super bad and it's not as good as super bad, but it's like yeah. if you want something of that vein and you don't mind like the kids being the people delivering these jokes, go see it. You'll have a good time. It has it's like a an lot of good hour jokes. and forty five minutes. Like it's yeah, not very long. I saw it again too. Um, I I enjoyed it, but um. I mean, Lucas yeah, if you best. listen to Blank Check, uh, Lucas is this. If you listen to Blank Check like we do, Griffin has, like, biweekly breakdowns about how people don't go see studio comedies anymore. So yeah. this is promising. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, like, also maybe it's just because it's, like, so fucking hot outside that people are, like, whatever, that looks fine. Oh we'll God. see, like, so hot today. Jacob Tremblay. We played softball. I'm so, I'm so sweaty and disgusting. I went to a Pilates <laughs> class in almost died like it was on a reformer and I it was so hard my arms are exhausted yeah. my legs are exhausted so I can't wait to work out Your arms and, look amazing oh my god thanks I can't wait to work out <laughs> in literally like 13 hours <laughs> so I'm gonna take a shower after this it's gonna be so great nice <laughs> um so I'm gonna be clean we are recording a bit out of uh schedule because mm -hmm. you're going out of town this weekend and I'm going out of town this weekend. You're going to the beach. Is that correct? Bachelorette party, bitches. Oh. Yeah. So you guys have matching Bride outfits? Bride tribe. Oh, boy. <laughs> we don't have matching outfits. You know, I've thought of getting like a bachelorette stash. 
or sash. Mm. What the heck? Uh, a mm. sash. So that you could wear it out and in like Austin, just be ridiculous. Yeah, because there are already so many bachelorette parties. I was like, I can yeah, probably get yeah, some yeah, drinks. Yeah. Like, I'll just make all my friends wear one color and I'll wear something different so I stand out if- and then I can get free shots. <laughs> Great and idea, then you can right? take turns being the bride. No, I'll get to be the bride every no, time. Just me. <laughs> If I lived in Savannah, I'd, I'd pull shit like that. But the thing is, it's like there's so many people that go now. I feel like it wouldn't be that exciting. You know, it's like you're just immune to yeah, it. Yeah, where are you guys going? Rosemary Beach, Florida. But by the time this comes out, I'll be gone, so you can't find me. It's outside of, like, Seaside, like Destin. Sure. It's like you're a, saying words that I don't quite panhandle, know. Panhandle, the Florida panhandle. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm going down to, like, the Charleston area. So lovely. Yeah. Love Charleston. But great food. Yeah. So we um since we knew we were gonna have to be recording and also like I think besides Ready or Not, there are no movies that are coming out this weekend. Yes. Um and I haven't seen Ready or Not yet. You have, if you mm-hmm. want to give that like a PSA or anything like that. Yeah, PSA Adam Brody bangable. <laughs> Adam Brody is still <laughs> hot. PSA Adam Brody hot if as shit. If you liked Adam Brody <laughs> from Gilmore Girls, from the OC, get your ass on the internet because he is everywhere on YouTube or Twitter if you have the interest that me and Meg have. You Adam can't Brody escape Adam on Brody. a press tour. I haven't, I mean, I've like, honestly, I've never, ex- oh my God, <laughs> I just realized something. I've never experienced an Adam Brody press tour. This is so exciting for me. He's on BuzzFeed doing thirst tweets. Yeah. He's like out there. Like, I'm loving I it. I found out I'm that he the has best a time. Twitter. He looks today. so great. I didn't mm. realize he had Twitter, so I started following his ass on Twitter, and he's active. He's not just tweeting about the movie, <sighs> he had some uh, political tweets in the past. Yes. And he, Adam. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah, <laughs> so that's the real deal. Um, I think oh, my God. I remember. I, I mean, for In the Land of Women, he did, like, a little bit of a press tour because. Yeah, I was, like, 14. I was, like, not aware of that press tour in Noriega. All right. Well, he was probably, like, on <laughs> I did TRL. see that movie, though. I watched it at a sleepover, me and my other friend, whose name was also Megan. And we were just, like, so in Adam Brody, and we were very young. And he, like, writes pornography in that movie. And we were, and Kristen Stewart's in it. And I remember being, like, Ooh. What is this? And Meg Ryan. <laughs> it's like the weirdest. I know Meg Ryan. Love triangle. He like gets with the mom and the daughter. Yeah. It's complicated, but he's still hot. Adam Brody hot. <laughs> he's also in the league. Trash. I forgot he was in the league. What? The league? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely forgot about that until just now. God. No, Adam Brody's been, he has been quite booked and busy. Like some of the other people. Yeah. Like Nicole Kidman. Well, he's had a big year so far, but he wasn't. But he was like a surprise star earlier in the year, so he wasn't like on that press tour. Yeah, maybe you know? don't ruin that one because that one I won't. maybe not everyone's seen. Um, Shh. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, so we both well went through and watched Veronica Mars. I had never seen, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, so if you have not seen Veronica Mars season four, you can go ahead and turn this off right now. Um, this is like a nice new thing that you've, you've adopted. I have a, I have a notebook and now every episode when I take notes, I'll put like sing X. Great. (laughs) If you want to know what to sing while Noriega is like actually doing the work of hosting a podcast. Great. I'll make sure to write down what song I should be singing. Great. I love it so much. (laughs) 
Um, but <laughs> so we Veronica Mars season four came out in July, and so we had had it kind of on the back of our mind that maybe we would do an episode on it. Uh, like I said, I'd never seen Veronica Mars before. You had you watched it? I had seen live it live on TV or reruns. I watched, so I had a friend that had the DVDs. Gotcha. <laughs> I think we watched season three live. Okay. But one and two, 100% were the DVDs. Okay. Gotcha. You just yeah. borrowed them and went on through them. Yeah. yeah so uh, you can tell, my parents will love to hear this, but we had a um, travel DVD player that we would use when we went in, um, on car trips. Mm-hmm. And when I would get bored and not want to do my homework, I would steal it from the downstairs basement and then bring it up to my room and then watch the OC and Veronica Mars DVDs because I was too young to have a a laptop. Oh, okay. (laughs) So she's a badass. I mean, life worked out for me, but like, I wouldn't have put money on it at the time. I wouldn't have put money on it. You're a real rebel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So how old were you when you first started watching it then? I think it started in 2004. Yeah, I was, mm, we were in eighth grade because okay. it was, it was definitely eighth grade because I watched with my eighth what grade What were friends. your like initial thoughts? Like, did you find the show to be like, kind of like dark and scary or? Yeah, I mean, it was very serious. Like Lily Kane was murdered. Like this isn't a joke. <laughs> this isn't like one of those other high school shows. Like she was murdered and her best friend is a 16 year old private investigator (laughs) and this is all yep copacetic with me sounds about right (laughs) I've never been to California that's probably how it is there (laughs) yeah so I don't know quite how I missed it I think it initially aired on UPN I mean 2004 that means we were already like a season into Wonder Hill and a season into the OC so I guess I was just like kind of on that booked path yeah I was booked and busy yeah. I didn't start the uh, One Tree Hill until like maybe two or three seasons in but the OC, I was probably mm-hmm. watching like the OC then like Bebop and over to America's Next Top Model and like Gilmore Girls so I don't think I actually yeah. ever watched anything on UPN and so yeah I think um I also think this is one of the things where it like it had kind of a second life. Like, I'm surprised it got three seasons because people always talk about how it was, like, famously canceled early. And I'm like, I mean, three seasons is kind of a lot, you know? Well, like, and it's also- I think the main thing is if you watch the last episode of season three, you're like, they're clearly setting up some stuff that they just never are able to pay yeah. off. But I remember watching the last episode of season three and being like, they are putting a lot of shit in this. Like, they're not resolving anything and they're opening a lot of fucking doors. Uh, Yeah, I was very, I think I texted you about that because, and I don't even remember, I feel like I breezed through it. I don't even remember how season three ended. But I remember. So we hadn't seen Jake Kane in a long time. And um, there was like a fraternity, like a secret society. It was a secret society. And they find out, they get like all this blackmail material on any member that's been in the secret society. And it's like a bunch of dark shit. Like one person like witnessed a murder like, yeah. and like all this stuff and they get like this hard drive with all this super incriminating evidence and like a mob is like revealed but then they're like okay we'll see where this goes yeah and then that's it that's it. and then it was like <laughs> i think 2011 might have no 14 no, i was in college 14 yeah, when 14 the movie right. came out and then now we're in 2019 and the tv show came out and Jesus, I was in college five years 
years ago. Yeah. So old. I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you said it, not me. But yeah, so I... <laughs> I'm ancient. If I'm ancient, you are too, Nora. Yeah, I didn't watch <laughs> Don't it. Don't pretend like I'm alone in this. <laughs> I didn't watch it. I guess I had friends who watched it, but to me, it just like couldn't be any less on my radar than it already was. And then so going back and watching it was an interesting Early experience. Veronica Mars has a huge... Early Veronica Mars has a huge issue. It's in a vacuum. It's, it's what's referred to on... We're just going to keep talking about Blank Check as a... Um, BBD or BBP, a boring boy problem. None of the guys in the early seasons of Veronica Mars are, are like appealing at all. There's not an appealing <laughs> guy until Piz shows up. No, we differ because I'm a Logan. And I, I'm I cannot like to <laughs> wait. No, you know what? I think Leo's hot. I'll say it. Leo's a good option. Okay. Leo and her relationship in season one made me deeply uncomfortable. And right. I mean, I guess she was 17. She was 17 and he was 20. She was 17 I mean, and he was great. 20. He was a police officer. And I, I did it's look bad. it up, it's right? A bad look. I remember I looked it up and I, I don't think it constitutes statutory rape. So, like, and I, they didn't sleep together. But he, like, made comments about it. And I was just like, oh, no, this makes me a bit uneasy. Um, no, and he's a cop, too. Like, it's like a power imbalance. Yeah, thing. that's. Lot, there's a lot wrong there, with I'm the just kind of like, I don't know, Rob Thomas. I don't love this. Logan counterpoint hot he uh I'm gonna tell you <laughs> I text or I like messaged you today while we were at work because right. I started freaking out over something and I thought it was the season right. four when I thought her and Leo actually hooked up right when, it's a dream and it was a dream and I was like oh my god <laughs> because we're now I'm just like bebopping around but season four is yeah, so sexual oh my god so sexual it's like it's it's weird. I think had I not rewatched one through three, I would have enjoyed four more. But season four feels like such a weird tone shift mm-hmm. in a way that's really hard to put my finger on because it's always been dark, yeah. you know? But, like, season four has, like, visible beheadings. And, like... I just, like... I don't know. They're, like, very much grown and it's very sexy and Logan looks really fucking good. Logan like, actually good. does look good. Um, yeah. <laughs> season four for me is hard because I don't think, I don't think Kristen Bell has the like spunkiness that she used to. Right. I think she is right. incredible in the first three seasons. And then the movie yes. comes around and they shot the movie. I think it was like two or three months after she gave birth to, I think their first daughter. So like benefit of the mm-hmm. doubt, she could have just been like exhausted. And so like I yeah. just feel like in the movie, I'm like, why the fuck are we doing this? Like, why are you making I this didn't watch movie? The movie? It's this time. bad. The movie is bad. Yeah. It's like Lake House bad. <laughs> Maybe I rated it even worse. No. It, the best part Nor. about the movie was when the actual theme song came in Dax at Shepard? the credit. Oh. No, not even that. Like, there's just there's like no charisma in any of the characters in the movie. It's just like it seems like kind of like a weird exercise. Like they just all came yeah. together because I think it was like a Kickstarter. Like I think that like millions it was. were raised. It was famously. Yeah. To make this It's like movie. the only movie that's successfully done that. <laughs> and it was not good. And I was like, why are you doing this? Like the first three seasons, I have uh some issues with but I think a lot of that is because I didn't watch the show growing up so to be looking at it through the lens of a 28 year old is a lot different between the lens of a 15 year old or whatever 
And it's because when I was 13, I was like, well, she's 17. She's a grown up. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, to be fair, like she is like a lot more mature. But and like, yeah, I just like I think Kristen Bell is so great. Like she delivers the line so well. And then it's like a lot of the other characters. I'm like, God, like, ugh. well, the other thing that kind of is kind of a bummer about four is you feel like I mean, it made I, I haven't really examined this. I haven't deeper, but she feels grown up in that like she has a darker view on the world, you know, like she's like worried about like you know, adult issues and like she's in a relationship that she's like, it's not just a high school relationship. Yeah, like it's not just like all or nothing. So much time but. has passed. I'm like, she, her character, I think is supposed to be like 38 or her character's older and she's like, has all of these, like all this baggage. And I'm just like, yeah, I think you probably what 38 year old is dating a guy and making him like being angry at him about seeing a therapist. Yeah, it's like, just like you're grown. I get it. Like, well, I guess I don't because I've never been the like product of divorce. But I'm like, I feel like you could probably get over like that. Like that was her reason why she said no to Logan's proposal. And like to me, yeah. it like season four just all kind of sucks. Well, it sucks because we got <laughs> some character development from Logan. That's. I don't think it's bad TV. I'm just like bummed. It just like mm-hmm. doesn't make me feel good. And like seasons one through three, like even when they are dark, like there is a level of optimism in her because she's young, yeah. and excited, and she has her whole future ahead of her. And like she just like loves her dad. And like when things almost go wrong, she just is like feeling everything at a hundred. Mm-hmm. But it's not like in a really pessimistic way. And this one felt very pessimistic. Well, I just like. I I feel like Logan was only there f- because they, like, had to do, like, the will they, won't they, because that's what's, like, anchored the show. But, like, they yeah. had Logan actually grow up. How he, like, really turned his life around that much from being, like, accused of murder to being, like, high up in the military seems a little suspect, yeah. but we disband but also, this disbelief like, for a like... lot of things for this TV show. <laughs> but it's one of those things, like, you know people who are like, I mean, it's like a trope. Like, if you're, like, a problem kid, you can, like, benefit from the yeah. you know, rigidity and, like, you know, normalness. I mean, not normal, but, um, you know, being on a schedule of, like, the military. Yeah. Like, people, that's, like, but, been known to change people. But even in the beginning of the season, they get into a little tiff, and she basically mm-hmm. is just, like, egging him along because she right. wants him to react. And so he recognizes right. that, and he, like, punches the wall, and then all of a sudden they start yeah. having sex. And then, like... Yeah, the, it's not healthy. And then the next, like, scene, he she was like, oh, yeah, that was so great. And he was like, is that, like what you like what you're into yeah and I was just like I what? thought that's what we were into when we were 17 like literally ages yeah ago. I was just like what the fuck is going on here like why are we setting up this season for this like terrible unhealthy relationship and then like, I did I will call myself out here because I was like oh my gosh Veronica this is so embarrassing you're being so immature like he has grown he has changed he is like a mature adult and you are not you know, like accepting that and loving him for him. And then like literally like three scenes later, he's beating up the people in the hotel room. And I was like, yeah, it's hot. Fine. It's hot. I'm into it. Fine. No. <laughs> I, no. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, I hated the fact that he proposed to her and she freaked out. And then it was just like, okay. And I'm like, what? Like, 
Okay, first of all, has this never been a conversation? You guys have been together for like two decades now, more or less. Like, yeah, like this should have come How has this up. never come up? <laughs> and then so he kind of like is just like off to the side. He gets a little pissy over the Leo thing. And then we have like her, like right. they tease us that like maybe something's going to happen with her and Leo. Like the scene. They really tease There's it a out. scene when they're at the nightclub and Leo is dancing to Billie Eilish. And it like literally made me blush. You just see like his silhouette just like moving and dancing. And I was like, all right, Max Greenfield, like I'm here for that. He's a cutie. He's cute. He's a cute. He's cute and, and he's I'm charismatic. And that he is exactly what Logan never was. What Jason Well, the other thing is that, is like Max Greenfield is a markedly better actor than Jason Doring or whatever his name Jason is. Jason Doring, so, the son of the one-time CEO of Neopets. Oh, oh I was going to say Webkins. Fuck, I would have embarrassed myself. Yeah, it was Neopets. <laughs> Neopets. <laughs> so weird. I remember one time I was working in my dad's office and there was like, um, like an invoice from someone in California with the last name Doring. And I was like, oh my God, any relation? Yeah, and there wasn't. <laughs> I never looked into it. I was a child. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, but Leo has, like, I feel like they have chemistry. Like, my problem was is that yes. I never felt like Veronica and Logan had any chemistry throughout the series. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's a But take. their love story is epic, Nora. That's what you're not getting. Is it, I don't though? think what you're getting is that their love story is epic. Yes, he always thought it was. Yeah. I always thought, there, I always thought our love story was epic. And then she shows up, and he's, like, banging someone else. <laughs> Gasp. It's Kettle Gasp Gasp. Uh, Spoiler alert. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. She's dead too. Everyone's dead. I don't know. I don't know. I just like, <laughs> I'm like, God, I hope there's not another season because I don't want to watch this. And like, I'm a famously avid listener of Armchair Expert and so Veronica Mars comes mm-hmm. up a lot. And like, mm-hmm. they just talk about how great it is. And I'm like, I'd, I don't think it was very good. I have a question for you. Having listened to the Ryan Hansen armchair expert, are you surprised at like how seemingly good of a guy he is considering what like full on asshole he plays? Um, I, I had listened to the armchair expert before I saw Mm -hmm. Ron Mars. So So, do they talk? I can't remember how much they hit on him being the worst (laughs) in the episode. Uh, not too much, but they like, yeah, it's mostly like they talk about like, yeah, Ryan more so than his character. I mean, I don't like. I don't yeah. think it's like hard to play like the asshole. Also, where the fuck was yeah. he in season four? He showed up for like a scooch. Yeah, He's looking good. he hit on Sarah Hyland. Oh my gosh, he's looking like better than ever. It's so yeah. funny because this show cannot be any more like two thousand when it started. It cannot be any more two thousand and four oh if it tried. Oh my god! Like everything about it, I'd be like, I have that shirt, or like, oh, <laughs> I remember like those Hollister skirts, or like. It was really hard. <laughs> this is like the first time I've watched it as a full-on adult, and to watch like episode one and like. Dick and Logan in his Nissan Xterra, which was the car that I wanted for oh, the longest yeah. time. I think theirs was yellow, and solar right? yellow. Yeah. yeah, solar yellow. Oh, solar yellow. The band All Time Low, <laughs> that's what they toured in when they first started out. Oh my god. This <laughs> this is like this is why we've found each other. <laughs> 
But I remember like telling my dad, and by the time I could actually drive, they had like discontinued the Nissan Xterra, and I think he's it was like, famously unsafe. I'm, I think it like yeah, rolled. Like, <laughs> yeah, obviously it rolled. Look at it. And I was like, you don't understand. That's the car I want. And there's a little part of me today that like. I'd still think that was cool. Like, I wouldn't buy myself a Nissan Xterra, but I still like it. But anyway, I watched that, and they have, like, puka shells, mm-hmm. and they're, like, the in the hair, beach, I, The like, hair was the so of the era. And, like, Duncan is, like, just the most boring Ugh. character to ever exist Duncan also film, looks like he's, like, fully 30 years old. He does not oh look like he's What in a high waste school. of fucking space. I was just waiting for him to go off to wherever, whatever beach he ends up on, Australia. What a stupid and I was ass like, Can this just happen? Storyline. I don't. There's so many Duncan storylines that I forgot happened. I'm like, oh my God, Meg Manning, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Duncan shit. Constantly Duncan shit. I don't care about Duncan. Well, it was like, it was so strange too because season one, it was like they had broken up and there was like drama behind why like she didn't quite know and then it was like maybe they're related and then they like still sleep together and then she's like wait but maybe we're related and I'm like maybe let's like figure this out first before you guys go back to dating like before you go back to like holding hands (laughs) in the hallway maybe let's just like do a little DNA check and let's make sure you know a nightmare I just it's so beyond yeah isn't he like a lawyer now in new he's york he's a lawyer i found i found the website for um right. the agency that he works or the law firm that he works for if anyone needs any legal help and you want the man who played duncan um he was also in jumper yes so yeah it's important we all know that i'm sure yeah well i mean this is an important <laughs> yeah. movie well yeah um I don't know. I just, like, I think if I had to choose between seasons one through three, like, as a whole, the movie, or if, I guess if I had to rank, I would say the original series is the best, and then I would say season yes. four would follow after that, and then I would say the movie. That's right. That's fair. I agree. It's just, like, I just Having feel like, the movie. I don't know how else to describe it besides... <laughs> how Jax from Vanderpump Rules once described his at the time girlfriend, but I feel like season four like just like lost its sparkle. Like <laughs> he fully said The thing that. is it's the weirdest part is like I think I think they messed up by like viewing it in a bubble. You know, like it's just been so long. Mm-hmm. Like it's just not the same. You know, like the whole dynamic of the show is that like She's like a young detective, you know, well, and then it's like she was like the whole rising star. And even in season three, when she's but not she's in high like school anymore, she's in college too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I don't know. It's just well, and they like tried to bring when in the people girl. are adults. They like had that young girl that I think that they were definitely right. trying to be like. This is the young Veronica, and like yeah. Like, I, I got Obviously. what they were doing. It was cute. But I'm like, we're not doing a spinoff of this either. Like, yeah, don't no, get any ideas. No, no. If anything, let's bring also, back like, Party Down. Veronica Mars is, like, it's just a 2000s show. Yeah. Like, you know, it just works in its time. Yeah. I don't know. There's something magical to that. Um, yeah. What about the theme song evolution? We have three different theme songs. Okay, so I... <laughs> Famously was not happy when they changed it in 
well, and act three. You're, actually, so in the movie, they have like a troubadour, like a man on the street sing it in the oh, very beginning. And I was like, how fuck Gilmore Girls you. This is terrible. Yeah. And then, <laughs> I want to hear the original. Daddy Warhol. Yeah, they play the original <laughs> at the credits, i.e. my favorite right. part of the movie. Um, I, w- I didn't like the like remixed version of the theme song from season three, the college years. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that much at first, but now I think it might be my favorite. Oh, wow. I would okay. say college I years, think, OG, season four. Right, and I think the definitive aspect of the song is the, come on now, sugar. Yeah. And they cut the wearners in season four. I mean. And it's just like a, a woman What did they do right singing, in season four? Oh, besides go. bring. Logan looks hot. Yeah, uh, yeah I was going to say, besides <laughs> bring back a character no one wanted to see again. And they Patton named Oswald's him a good Big actor. Dick Casablancas. Big Dick. I can't believe they brought back Big Dick. I can't dick. believe we had to hear them say that Obsessed. about eight times an episode. They said I, Big Dick so I much. could not believe Academy Award winner J.K. Simmons was J- in this okay, show. Okay, I will say J.K. Simmons, I think, just likes like cop shows because he was like in The Closer for ages, another show I watched on DVD. <laughs> Kira um, Sedgwick? I've seen so much Kira The Closer. Is the I think closer. about episodes of The Closer all the time. <laughs> Um, her like Fitz. husband's name was Fitz. Oh, I love Fitz. He was Fitz. played by oh, fuck. What was it? What's that guy's name? John Tenney. Okay, this isn't um, the closer. Podcast. I see all the other. We don't need you like, to flex on the closer. <laughs> no one cares. I could flex on the closer. Okay, all day. well, you I'm can make saying, up your I own podcast for that. I'm saying I have that knowledge if we need it. All right, um, I don't think we ever will. <laughs> Thank you. Though. <laughs> but if we do, if I, we need I to be, have it, so. how many degrees of separation from Kevin Bacon? We'll pull it in. Um, right. Yeah, I I thought that was so weird. I mean, maybe the weirdest part of season four for me, though, is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar co-wrote an episode. I I literally looked up at the TV screen and I was like, I'm sorry, what? Am I having a stroke? (laughs) And then, yeah, apparently he's written a lot of books and him and Rob, or one of, like, in an interview, he said one of Rob Thomas's books really inspired him. And so... Smooth? Sure. And so then... Rob Thomas? Yeah. <laughs> and Santana? And so then Rob Thomas, like, had him come down to, like, ask if he wanted to be on iZombie. And then when mm-hmm. that kind of partnership happened, um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, like, said that he wanted to learn how to write for TV. So he brought him in for an episode of Veronica Mars. Which I was just like, what the fuck? As someone who's seen, like, an upsetting amount of iZombie, there's a lot of crossover cast in this. Uh, okay, so you, uh, you know I look at the trivia for everything I watch. Obviously. That's obviously, always obviously. the trivia. It, at least every episode of Veronica Mars, it'll have a trivia and be like, um, Ryan Hansen has also or also was in, and then it would list, like, the episodes of iZombie and Party I-Zombie. Down. <sighs> Yeah, because there's <laughs> there's a lot of crossover. So um, yeah, I'd say party. I zombies kind of fun. Favorite out of all of them, but that's fair. Yeah. So J.K. Simmons. Party down. I think. What do you want to say about party down? I think it's better too. I think party down also is one of those things where like Veronica Mars, like the only person who really popped was Kristen Bell, mm-hmm. and party down, like they all kind of ended up popping. 
So I think there's just like really benefited from a cast. Yeah. Don't roll your eyes I at mean, me. Adam Scott. Adam Scott, Lizzie Kaplan. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't know if Ryan yeah. Hansen's popped per se, but he's very cute on Instagram. <laughs> he's good looking. He's so good looking. Um, but yeah, so I I did at first, I thought it was like cheeky and fun, the Patton Oswald character. Because I can't believe what they did with Patton Oswalt. I can't believe I thought Patton Oswalt was gonna be like a one episode, maybe two episode kind of guy, and he was like Patton Oswalt was like in this television show, <laughs> and like it very much relates to his personal life. Yeah, like that's what that's what I kind <laughs> of that's what I kind of liked the whole like murder head because of Michelle McNamara um, at that component of it. But then yeah, they really really took that pretty far yeah um you think Patton Oswalt's a good actor I, though, it did kind of I, I wasn't too I do impressed. think he's a good actor I think he's good in this I did kind of fall for it though because I kept being like they're not gonna cast Patton Oswalt as the one who did it like that's kind of messed up <laughs> yeah well uh yeah and I guess they're just kind of messed up <laughs> yeah I mean it like it seemed to me and I think that they kind of did this in the early seasons too it was like they had a overarching crime that they that right. was the focus and then they would sprinkle right. in all the other drama where they could and then they would really try to throw in a ton of red herrings like i remember when i was mm-hmm. watching like season 2 you were like who do you think did it and i was like honestly i'm not paying that i wasn't that aggressive about it i probably pinged it to you yeah you don't have to make me sound like a monster yeah <laughs> well i i did not think it was uh, Beaver, Beaver, Cassidy, Casablancas, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and then also they kind of do with the do away with the procedural as- aspect in five. Like it's not like every episode is like an individual case. Yeah. It's like just like there'll be another bombing type thing. Yeah, and maybe that. But it's was... all working towards the same thing. One of my cats is just going to town on a cardboard box, so that's fun background noise. <laughs> um. Yeah. Maybe that was part of what made this a lot less interesting for me. I mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, maybe it was because I was trying to get through it. I just, as soon as I started the final season, I was like, oh, I guess I have to watch this. But I'd rather watch something else. So yeah. I have an FMK for you. Okay. Um, Leo, Logan, Deputy Sachs. <laughs> Um, I mean, I think I would marry Leo. Yeah, Leo's the Mary. He's so hot. I mean. I'll jump in. I would, I would definitely F (laughs) for season four, Logan. But seasons one through three. He's not even cute. Deputy Sachs. I'll say it. I'll say Deputy Sachs. I know. I'm leaning that I fuck Logan, but I just remember like. When I was younger, I would see promos and I'd be like, oh, like that guy is really cute for Logan. And now I'm like, he's not actually like. <laughs> he's 2000s cute, though. It's very of the era. He's hot. always like, mumbling. I'm like, God damn another it. Another thing that's really funny about watching old um, teen shows is how none of them are. Let me put this delicately. Mm. <laughs> like they're not ripped. 
you know? Yeah. And, like, nowadays, like, everyone other than Cole Sprouse on Riverdale is, like, jacked to oh, fucking yeah. hell. Oh, yeah, yeah. KJ you know? Appa has, like, more abs than, like, I've ever seen yeah. on I a mean, human body Kevin in my life. Kevin does. All the side characters do. Reggie, like, Joaquin, you know? like Skeet. The dads. <laughs> all the dads are, are jacked. And I'm like, that's, like, not how it used to be. Like, Ryan and Seth, like... Ryan had well, like Ryan was like considered like, like kind of beefy when the show started. Yeah. I remember because he he like, yeah like he had like arm muscles as opposed Ooh. to like Adam Brody. Like, he didn't have like a V, you know? No, no, not at all. Yeah, the uh, standards of like how men have to look on television has changed a lot, and I feel. For I'll them. say I that really I think do. One Tree Hill. I think the boys were a little more, but they were also yes. lean. But I think they That's also the thing, they were athlete. basketball like bodies. They looked yeah. like they. I liked that about that show because they looked like they would play the sport that they well, played. Well, because James Lafferty and, like that's one of those things like basketball. Yeah, like I mean, and then like in college when Wallace is like a basketball star, I'm like Wallace is like five six. Where, like I'm sorry, he's not. How, like <laughs> why do we bring back Wallace for? The last season, besides the fact, I thought Wallace looked good. Wallace actually, looked we'll good, talk but about like that. him and Veronica had no chemistry. There was like no real reason for he them. He did not to, need to be there. He did not need for to be them there. to even be like hanging out with each other. I was like, besides the fact that this guy just wants a paycheck, like why are we doing? This? I like they added. I really like that actress from Barry and um, Killing Eve, the bar owner, club. Oh, owner. from Good Place. Yes. Yeah, she was on. I was like, they just like pluck her from the Good Place set, like. Probably. All right. Um, all right. Mac wasn't there, right? Was she, or was she in the first? No. It was weird because I watched no, the movie and then I immediately started the TV show, and so she meets up with Leo at in the movie, and she brings him a pizza, and then on the TV yes. show. He brings her. Right, and I was but like, then Logan's there. Wait, haven't we haven't we already done this? And then I was like, oh, no, I'm confusing the two. I don't know. That was full on I like, I really, I was hoping that Piz would come back. There is no reason for him to come back, but I love him. No. And after the things were left, you know, like, it would never really work. But also. I'm just like, why? You're just a big, um, oh, God, I just lost Chris his name. Lowell. Christopher Lowell. Chris Lowell fan. Yeah. I mean, I do watch Glow. I haven't seen the latest season, but I do watch Glow. Glow. So. I've seen a few episodes. Yeah. All right. So my last, the last thing I feel like we need to talk about is like the big end of season four. So this is like the big spoiler, everyone. Yeah. Logan's dead. The death of <laughs> Logan. Yeah. I mean, you were texting Keon. me freaking out. You're like, oh my God, is it going to be the dad? Is it going to be Logan? This is the thing. In the first episode of season four, her and Logan have, like, a really sweet moment. And I turned to my sister and I said, there, she, he, Logan's going to die. And I was like, I know this in my heart, in my soul, 100%. And then as the season went on, I was like, oh, no, it's going to be Keith. Because, like, all throughout the show, she always thinks Keith's going to die. Yeah. Like, when he saved her from Aaron Eccles, like, he's on fire. And she's like, I love you so much. I thought you were going to die. At the end of season two, she thinks his plane blows up. And I'm like, this is going to be the one where he actually dies. Um and then once he gets, like, the clean bill of health, I'm like, oh, it's not going to be him. It's going to be Logan. And then I had said the whole time, I was like, when he pulled out that backpack, Pat Oswald, and he's like, it's my detective backpack. It has snacks and a pee funnel. I'm like, obviously there's a bomb in that backpack. He said pee funnel so you wouldn't open the backpack. You guys are fucking, like, I thought you guys were geniuses. Yeah. Open the goddamn backpack. Okay, so that's, like, my <laughs> issue is that I feel like the whole that it was, like, 
she finally decides, okay, I'm going to marry you. And then there was like an almost Carrie Mr. Big moment where she thought he didn't show up. And then that was resolved within right. 15 seconds. And I was like, Literally why no did we do this? <laughs> yeah, it was just like so stupid to me. I'm like, he just sends her a message saying sorry. And then they're like, oh my God, I guess the wedding's off. And the... The minister comes in, the wedding's off. Oh, okay. And then Logan just like walks in. He was like, oh, I was just pre-apologizing. And I was like, this isn't cute. That wasn't even that dramatic. Like it it could be because I just don't care. Like I have no connection to those two characters. Like I don't, I was never fighting for them to be together. Um, I love that you're like, I have no connection to those two characters. You watched (laughs) every bit of Veronica Mars there is to watch. (laughs) It just didn't work for you. That's fine. But it's like, not like you don't have connections. Like, you you have all the frame of reference anyone could ever have. I'm not like an emotional (laughs) connection. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so they get married and... Kristen Bell, Veronica looks pretty. Logan looks handsome. Everything's supposed to be great. They're going to go to Sedona. They have a little bit of like, they're talking about time zones, blah, 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 blah. He's right. like, I'm going yeah, to like, move, move the car. The second he said he was going to move the car, I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah well, duh. Hello. Immediately. That like had <laughs> been something that had been very much previously the second she goes, The second she goes, I'm going to take a shower, I'm like, and he's going to die. Yeah, <laughs> just like I knew. And she even like goes outside to be like, no, Arizona doesn't observe daylight savings, and like it doesn't click with her until she has like a full internal monologue, and then she turns right. to be like, Logan, no, and then he blows up, and I'm just like, right. this is so stupid. Again, no dramatic right. tension. And then we get back to like Sol and Veronica Mars. We find out that like the person she's been talking to this entire time is Logan's therapist, who she was very against him seeing because. Yeah, we get a little one year later. Yeah. And she's apparently not better, which I mean, fair. I mean, she's lost That's her the thing. husband. Like when Logan died, like I was like, there's going to be no coming back from this. Like there's no hopeful end for her or like. Like there's like not even like it's I don't need a happy ending, but there's no like her life is not looking up. Yeah. You know, like she has kind of nothing. Yeah. Like call it Piz. Eesh. See if Piz will take her back. Yeah. Um Um, no, Leo. Detective Leo. Yeah, obviously. Leo's fine. Leo should get with Parker because she said she was single. Like how weird was she? I was like, why is she here? Yeah, they were just they're just shoehorning people in at that yeah. point. She doesn't look too great these days. No offense. Yeah. What what happened? (laughs) Cinderella story has been quite some time. Um, No offense. (laughs) But yeah, I don't, I mean, I thought it was like, I thought like of, they make you go through such a journey with Logan. He starts as this like asshole that like you don't want to like. Right. And then you like grow to, you're like, okay, like he's flawed. Like I've already said in this episode that, I love Adam Driver, and he plays a lot of flawed characters. Like, I understand why people like him. I just don't. Um, you also have the vibe that, like, they never knew if Veronica and Logan were going to be, yeah. like, endgame. Yeah. You know? Like, it doesn't seem like they had a handle on that ever. Yeah. Um, but I just, like, I feel like it was, like, really cheap how they, like, rushed his death and then there was like like you said like no like resolution from it not even like 
I feel like it would almost have been better if there was like a funeral scene or something. It was just like yeah, because like are we supposed to be like oh she's in therapy like there that it's a you know another morning the sun rises again and she will soldier on because she's in therapy and I'm like honestly my bare minimum of like people like is to be in therapy like. Like, that's not, like, a super huge win, you know? Like, we are just, like, look at her, the character's, like, trauma. Like, we are scratching the goddamn surface, you know? Like, yeah, I don't, I mean, like, yeah, like, I feel like if they wanted, they should have maybe, like, brought characters back for, like, a Logan Eccles funeral, and like that could yeah. have been like a nice way to say goodbye and to acknowledge the fact that he did his character did develop quite a bit and not like they literally just like it was probably within like three minutes they got married maybe five th- five minutes they got married he blew up she went to therapy she doesn't seem well, any better like- and then she leaves Neptune they really did Veronica fucking dirty. Like, for her to come around on the marriage thing, for them to get married and hours later, him to die. Like, yeah. This just unnecessary. Now, I, now I'll be like, Veronica, you don't need to get married ever again. Okay? Yeah. You're 20 now, years past your parents' divorce, but I guess we can call oh, it on that. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you and Leo can just have a nice little civil partnership. Well, yeah. I mean, Liam was <laughs> You can be calm and law yeah, married, maybe he's and it will all just it. work out. I don't know. I, I just thought season four was kind of kind of dumb. I didn't like the whole, like, spring break thing. Like, I thought that was pretty cheap. Um, mm-hmm. I thought if it was going to be, like, fun spring break, then it would have been fun. Like, Harmony it wasn't Curran fun at all. came in. Oh, my God. <laughs> Call Harmony. Harmony, how was the beach bomb? Forget about that. We need you to direct Veronica Mars. Yeah. No, I, uh, yeah. I'm going to say Veronica Mars season four, not good. But so from your, and from your perspective as like a fan of the show for many years, would you recommend it to people? I mean, it doesn't ruin what I love about the early stuff, but this has been eye-opening to me because it's one of those things where you're like, I love this because of when I saw this mm-hmm. and how I felt when I and how I felt when I watched it for the first time, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, at this point, I wouldn't recommend a you know twenty six year old sit down and watch Veronica Mars because like it's not going to hit the same way. <laughs> and then you're I was your case study for that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did Thanks think for ruining it, my fun. I did think it was fun, <laughs> like the amount of people who were on the show. Like we had Tessa Thompson. Um, came on the show, which I did not expect. Yeah. I didn't know. Tessa Thompson was like a recurring character in season two. She's like very much in Rome. Yeah, I'm trying to think like, of some of the other. Um, there's a lot of people. Army Hammer like was websites. in an episode, but I mean, that's neither here nor there. But yeah. I remember I found like an article and it went through every like famous person that was in Veronica Mars. And like the second one was like Paris Hilton. Um, Harry Hamlin plays uh, Aaron Eccles, the you know murderer of Lily Kane. I'm like, well, I can't send this to her now. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, good call. My girl yeah, Lisa so Rinna. I just waited. Yeah, like even Lisa Rinna Lisa got a better send off than Logan did. Oh, I really love the way they do Lisa Rinna's death because you really do think that she's alive and she's not. Yeah. Really well, and great. that's that was so crucial because that's how Logan and Veronica bonded. 
Yes, that's, yes, That's yes. what was. And then they kiss at the motel. Wow, I think about that moment all the yeah. time. Yeah, well, that in the closer <laughs> for you. I, I don't think about, like, specific moments in the closer, but sometimes I'll think of, like, an episode. Right, I'm cutting like, off. Uh, like, <laughs> something that happens in, like, a, t- a crime show, and I'll be like, what show is that? And I'll be like, all right, The Closer, the show I watched, like, five seasons of. Yeah, okay. Um, S- seen a lot of closer. Cutting you off, is there anything else you want to say about Veronica Mars? No, we did the thing where we said maybe this will be a short episode and we're just scraping an hour. So I think we yeah. Can did you notice the Spindrift uh, product placement? There's a lot of product placement in this one. At the the first scene when she's um, what's that woman's name? Eliza Coop or something like that. Yes. When she's from Happy Endings, when she's at her house, she was like, "You have everything. You have the Amazon Echo. You Sonos. have the Nest <laughs> thermostat, the Sonos." I'm like, "All right, relax. We know. We know yeah, you are well, making a lot of money." Uh, Kristen <laughs> Bell is like a brand ambassador or something for Spindrift. Yeah. For yeah, she is. You're yeah. Right. So I've like in the like uh, vending machine warehouse place i don't know what that gets called um there's like yeah like boxes of it all over the place and i was like oh how nice yeah um but yeah i i think i've said all that i have to say about good old veronica mars Me where too. is piz I'm, I'm leaning further away from the microphone so it's probably about time to call all right it. <laughs> what's your what do you what are you recommending to people you're gonna love it it's fergie's album the duchess oh my god I spun it on vinyl this week, and it just fucks. Oh, yeah? So. <laughs> How did you get that vinyl, by the way? I don't remember. Oh. Like, someone who, like, used to be in my life. A long time. Talk Veronica Mars. A long time ago, you used a to be A long time friends. ago. Damn it. That would have been a lot better joke. <laughs> Damn it, Nor. <laughs> you beat me. It happens yeah. very rarely, um, but sometimes I do get there. A long time ago. That's fun. Yep. Um, Noriega bought me Fergie's The Duchess on vinyl. It's the best present I've ever gotten. Unfortunately, she'll never live up to that, which is funny because it's the dumbest thing that I've ever received, <laughs> potentially. That being said, I have, like, a full vinyl collection, and it is I'm, – I'm doing a little demonstration for Noriega on display. I love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> I mean – I love a good joke. I think that's why me and you are friends. We like send each other little. Except for it's not a but joke. It's, like a, it's a good album. It's a good album. It is. I listen to it and I'm like, it's banger after banger. I forgot how many good songs. It really, so many bangers. We People were, forget about Clumsy. We were listening to it when we were getting ready for New Year's Eve. And I remember I was like in your bathroom and I was like, it was get ready. And I was like singing along because I yeah. remember like the CW promos of like the yeah, cast yeah, of like One Tree Hill, yeah, like dancing yeah. to that song. And maybe Veronica Mars yeah. was there too. And it seems like a Hellcat song. You remember that? Show? Yeah. <laughs> With Allie from Allie and AJ. Yes, I remember that show. Um, anyway, continue. <laughs> anyway, I was just like, I forgot that that was this, uh, from that record. So that's great. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say my recommend is that you watch the trailer for the marriage story or marriage story. It's just marriage Ugh. story. You're going to, your heart's, your little heart's going to break. I mean, Greta with little women, Noah with marriage story. Like that couple is going to run my fucking winter. Yeah, they really are. Get preps, get ready. Sigh. I hope marriage story comes to that film festival here. I want to see it on screen. Yeah. All right. Well, Meg. I love you. (laughs) Do I normally say that on the podcast or only on phone calls? Only on the phone, but that's nice. (laughs) Okay. Well, I love you. Love you too, Meg. (laughs) Have fun at your bachelorette weekend. Woo! Bride tribe! Oh, my God. Bye. Bye. (laughs) 
to follow us on social media, follow us at on the underscore download on Twitter and at on the download podcast on Instagram. You can also find us individually at meganspell.com and laurenoriega.com.